You're listening to the Bumbling Yeti Podcast. Hey everyone, this is John, episode 41, actually episode 42. See, I just, I already messed up. That's a great thing about having my own show. Uh, episode 42 of the Bumbling Yeti Podcast. Uh, today is a very exciting day for me. Um, and I know for all my friends, this is going to be a big surprise. I've been, I haven't told anyone about this at all. So, um, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll preempt this. Um, I'll just read a couple things off and then I'll introduce you. And as soon as people hear your voice, they're going to know exactly who it is, at least the people that I know. So, um, I have with me a radio personality, uh, a retired person, radio personality at this point. So congrats on that. Um, but, uh, for those of you who, I guess are roughly my age, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger. Um, anyone who remembers Chio in the mornings, I have with me Chio right now. So uh, Chio, I appreciate you being on here with me. This is, again, it's a pretty big deal for me. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into why, but I want to go through some of your accolades just so people understand. And look, I, I, I did a little bit of research. I kind of, I ripped off your LinkedIn, um, if you don't mind. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's fine. You know, that's fine. For those for those of you who who know Chio, he's been on the radio here in the Philadelphia area uh, a lot. Uh, he's worked throughout the United States. Uh, he began his career in Sebring, Florida, right? And uh, yeah. you know he's been in small, Savannah, Georgia, tiny, small tiny town, right? Right. So um, Sebring, town. Florida, Savannah, Georgia, San Diego a few times, right? Philadelphia a few yep. times, uh, Phoenix, yeah. uh, New York, <laughs> and I'm sure there's been some others. Uh, Chio has been the winner uh, in 2004 and 10 for the best local morning show in America. Uh, that was by FMQB Magazine, which is a leading trade publication. Uh, he's also no- nominated uh, for Radio and Records Top 40 Morning Show of the Year in 2004. Uh, those of you uh, who have ever listened to him will understand exactly why. Uh, he was also awarded the March of Dimes Air Award for Best Philly Show of the Year in 2006. Uh, he's awarded over $150,000, um, to needy families in the Delaware Valley. Uh, that's here in the Philadelphia area through his charitable foundation, Chio's Christmas wish, which as soon as you hear that, everyone who has ever listened to you should know that. Uh, I know there's been times in the morning, uh, you know, where I'd be driving to work and there'd be tears running down my eyes. You, 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 and all the people you worked with really did a really great job with that. So, uh, uh, you know, staying with the charitable piece, he's also closely worked with the Cathedral Kitchen in Camden, New Jersey, uh, doing food runs every Friday afternoon. And he's also been a big brother uh, with the Big Brothers and Sisters of Camden uh, since 2010 and currently. And I'm sure, look, he's retired at this point, but I'm sure you still enjoy hiking and going to the beach and all that other mm-hmm. kind of stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Married to his wife, Sean, who those of mm-hmm. you who have followed Chio through his career, on the radio, he has been one of the most transparent people when it comes to uh, everything in his life. Um, glad it's all good and where it's at and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And also a very interesting thing I didn't know about. Um, you're on the board of, for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention out of uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, right? Um, uh, maybe still or maybe I, not. I, okay, you were. Yeah, not anymore because I, le- I just left the area. Okay. So, okay. I, wa- so I, I, I was when I was working 
So the last three years, uh, I was working in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Okay. All so, right. So, well, thank you for all of that. You, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you know, you, you've heard from a lot of people, but uh, those of us who grew up with you on the radio, I thank you for that. Um, you really made, it's funny because, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you so much really has to do with, you know, and we can get into it a little bit, but more so, like I, I have an 18 year old and a 16 year old that have no idea mm-hmm. what it was like to have to pick up the phone and call the radio station and say, right. Hey, Chio, can you play this? Or, Hey, this or that or whatever. And you know, all the marketing right. and stuff was done on the air and, right. um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're still hanging with Diego who, you know, I parted with Diego one time down the shore, which was a lot of fun. Okay. I, think I was like, I was, I was kind of <laughs> young, but, um, but Hey man, congratulations on the retirement. That's a, that's a very big Thank deal. You. 37 plus years in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the music industry. So, um, how's, how's retirement treating you? Uh, I'm keeping busy. I have yeah. a, a big, to, I have a big to-do list at the house. Um, so, so, so far I've painted rooms. One, uh, one bathroom and two bedrooms. This is the bedroom that we sleep in. And as you can see right behind me, a couple spots. I went to a dark, it almost looks like black. Um, okay. But it's a, a very dark blue. But anyway, I got to touch up a couple spots there. We were moving stuff around the other day. But uh, got it. I've, I've been busy. I, I've been busy uh, taking care of stuff around the house that, that's nice. been needing needing to taken care of needing awesome. taken care of so yeah and i still got yeah. a lot i still got a lot more to do like i like a you know hold a whole deep clean and the whole house really could use a, a nice paint job inside right. and out so i right. won't be doing the outside but I'll, I'll be doing most of the stuff inside <laughs> okay nice nice well I'm, I'm glad you're uh you're kind of living that life you actually probably you don't have to get up super early in the morning anymore you know all that good stuff no you know? No. Yeah. That, uh, I, I get up, uh, you know, I don't know, seven o'clock. I still get up kind of early, not as early as I, I used to, but going right. back to my retirement life, the, going back to that real quick, cause I don't want to forget this is, uh, you know, one of the main reasons I retired is I needed to come to the area because my kids are here and my kids are now having kids. Uh, you know, Sean and I, we had kids early, early on in our life. So, um, my daughter just gave birth to Bodie, so he's he's going to be one on February eighth in a couple of days. And then happy birthday, Jamie, Bodie! Jay just uh, became a yeah. Jay just became a dad like uh, a week ago, a week and a half ago. So oh, that sounds like a that hard was week of partying for you guys. The primary yeah, that was you know thing of coming back to the air because I wasn't I wasn't doing radio the last three years here in Philadelphia. So right. uh, I needed to come back home, and and there was really nothing available. So I called it a day and do something else. I I hear you. I hear you. Well, um, so again, for you know, for those listening, um, you know, Chio, you you came to Philly. When when did you originally come to Philly? What year was it? Ninety five, or was it earlier than that? Or ninety five? That's okay. No, that's nineteen ninety five. Okay, so I was a yep. 95, I was a sophomore in high school, right? So right in the mix of all that, like when yep. radio meant the world yep. to everyone and, you know, MTV was still in the air Correct. and you were playing, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yep. um, 
you know, one of the things that I remember most is, you know, that just that, you know, Chio in the morning, you know, like it got everyone hyped up mm-hmm. and you know, riding a riding a bus to school, um, you know, and, and, and people, you know, back in the day we had Walkman and we didn't have iPods. I mean, 95, yeah. for those of you listening who, uh, who might be younger and, you know, if my kids listen to this, they may or may not, but they don't understand it. Like Google wasn't a thing until 1996. So this is like, right. Not necessarily pre-internet, but it's pre, you know, streaming and all that. So, um, your radio was where it was at. Right. Well, it's, it's, yeah, not in 95. I mean, the internet, uh, was out, but it wasn't like, you know, like it is today. It was starting to come out. People on it, but it's not like it is today. Radio was original social media. Right. Radio was the original social media. So you would call up, you would call up, I don't know, shout out your girlfriend or your friends or, you know, request a song, song you wanted to hear yeah. on the radio or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or be part of a feature or a contest that we were playing. You know, that was that was social media. You want to know what's going on. You want to know what's happening. You turn the radio on, you know, 1995 to 97. Uh, when I was uh, doing nights on Q102, I mean, the club scene was banging uh, yeah. in that time period. So Delaware Avenue for all you old school heads, you know, that was the place, you know, Egypt, Maui, among others. I mean, this is on Delaware Avenue, just a strip of clubs, any uh, any genre of music you like, like you, there was a club for it there. Yeah. And yeah. just crazy, so, crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, 94, it was probably 94 to 97. I worked at the, uh, at if, you know, you, you were part of the area, but like Radnor Rolls or the Villanova skating arena, like the roller skating place out on Lancaster Avenue. So I worked mm-hmm. there. And so that club yep, yep. music, like Debbie Deb and like all that kind of stuff, that's what we played. Yeah. And that's what we listened to. And, yep. uh, you know, that it's funny because, right, right. you know, those, those times, like, and even now you still have like that old school, you know, concerts and all that kind of stuff around here. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, they get packed and it's like, that was when music was fun, in my opinion. You know, I, I still consider myself right. like a, a mid to late nineties hip hop head, but you know, I, yep. I played a lot of records, man. I played a lot of records when I was at the roller skating rink and, and, you know, you and, 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 and all the, all the music around the Philly area really was instrumental. And I mean, let me tell you, people still talk about it. You throw on lookout weekend and people still go nuts. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you're at. I know. I I know. It's, uh, she was one of my favorites when I, uh, you know, she came out in the eighties, Debbie Deb came out in the eighties and, uh, I, I, the lookout weekend and when I hear music, just two classics when it comes to, uh, freestyle music and, uh, let's see where the last one I did, what are we in 2022? So like 2018, that was the last one I did at the Wells Fargo Center. And yep. uh, it was uh, like 4,000, 5,000 people. You know, they sec- sec- sectioned off an area. Uh, 4,000, 5,000 people is a lot of people considering yes. no one plays that music on the radio on, in 2018. Not one station plays like it's funny, like they all everybody considers me like uh, they they tie me into freestyle music for some reason. They like I'm not like one of the freestyle guys. 
maybe because that's in 1989 when Q102 signed on as a contemporary station. They signed on as a freestyle station. So you got the Q102, then you got me, and I hosted all the club gigs and from little little Susie at Club 1415, all these bars and, and all the Jocelyn Enriquez at Maui, blah, blah, blah. So they associate me with that type of music a lot. Yeah, it, it, yeah I mean, look, I, you know, I, I still do. I know, look, you, it's funny because when I talk to people, I still love music, right? So I'm, I'm actually more into country music now um, than, than anything. But, That's funny. You know, I'll I'll roll back my last that. my last station. I spent yeah. three years playing country music. I don't, did you yeah. know that? No, I I didn't. And I didn't. so my my last three years, I was in New Hampshire on the biggest country station in the state, okay, seven five W O K W O K Q, and it's a huge country station. So so I went what, that way too. <laughs> what what did you? What did you think of that? Like, what do you think of that genre? Like, it, I, I feel like that's like, and this is going to be a big statement. You could, you could just turn your, your mm -hmm. feet off if you want. If, but I feel like, I feel like country right now is like kind of like hip hop was in like the late nineties. Like it's just having like this huge surge of, and it's not about comparing mm -hmm. to music. I'm just saying about, you know, you have Pop these popularity. guys. Like, yeah. Pop popularity. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's a hot format. It's a hot format. Um, X to you here in Philadelphia kicks butt. They do right. They do really, really well. And it wasn't always like that. Even yeah. though they've been around, even though they've been around forever, like 40 years, you know, they are the country station in this area. Uh, but uh, they're doing quite well. The whole team over there is doing really, really, really great in the ratings and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I didn't, I never played much country. Uh, I didn't play any country music, to be honest with you, on all my years. But when I got to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, the radio station, you know, uh, I just started playing it. That was the opportunity. The the show, the morning show is still the morning show. It doesn't matter what you're still entertaining in between the songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so that part didn't change because they wanted a contemporary morning show, which is one of the reasons why they hired me to, to okay. do contemporary contemporary stuff on uh, on the country station uh you know so i just learned i like i truly like the music i like all kind of music i mean i like everything right you know you know from, from, from journey don't stop believing to debbie deb to uh marin morrison country i like all kind of music right. obviously hip-hop you know obviously hip-hop 80s 90s hip-hop i mean that was my my radio era coming up, you know, was the hip hop. Ninety hip hop came out in '92. It started to blow up. '92, '93, you know, Biggie and Tupac and and Snoop Dogg and, and Ice Cube, N.W.A. in the late '80s and early '90s. I like all kind of music, man. You're you you just you explained know, my childhood. Like I remember that, the first album, the first album. So I I live I, I live in I right now I live but i also grew up in west country hawken right so back when it was poor okay you know, like on the mcdonald's gotcha. side before where the houses were like right. five thousand dollars now they're you know my neighbor's selling their house for four hundred thousand dollars right 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 but, um, right, right my first album i got at um my mom picked it up for me when i was in fifth grade it was bismarcky's just a friend album on yeah, tape man. right and yep. from that point on matter of fact my friend ishma johnson who was in school with me it was one of my first friends uh, when I went to middle school, I got that album and I'll tell you, I played that 
literally biggie said it you know i, I let my tape rock till my tape pop i literally broke yeah, it i listened to it so yeah. much rewinding and all that so yeah and, yeah and again for people that don't remember or don't understand the struggle that we had like we would have to create our own mixtapes on our mm-hmm. you know um you know push and record and stopping him from in between commercials and all that and right it right. was such a great time man like for you yeah. know when times were simple right as complicated as it was to record your favorite channel or favorite station or whatever yeah to get those to get those songs it's uh it was a much simpler time but uh <laughs> so so you were in the country that's i think a lot of people are going to be at least you know because you know people can follow your career right but people may not mm-hmm. know like i knew you were up in um portsmouth in the area i didn't i didn't know it was a country channel um yeah again was. because you know i could just dial up whatever i want but Mm-hmm. so did you do the concert thing and all that like you did here in philly area with the with the country yeah, yeah. stuff or that is correct that same thing same thing we do since we were the uh the big station in the state uh and then also that uh we also covered uh, a lot of maine as well so we we got okay. all the we got all the uh the presents and if you don't know what that means, I'll explain it to all the country shows that came to the area. Okay. So there's a big, there's a big concert venue. It's in, um, uh, bank of New Hampshire pavilion. And I, I forgot what town it's in. It's like, the it's hockey, about like hockey teams play up there, right? Uh, no, it's just a concert venue. It's one of oh, the really? top okay. 10. It's, it's in New Hampshire. It's in Guilford, New Hampshire. It's like in the middle of nowhere, but it's, it's like by a lake. So when Luke Bryan comes, he rents like a house and they're on Lake Winnipesaukee on a boat and fishing and skiing and all that stuff. Uh, it's one of the top 10 concert venues in, in the entire country. It's okay. really a nice spot. So I, I, we would host all of those when, when it comes to country. So, yes, I did the same thing. And then right. uh, on the local side, when I say, when I say local, like real close, like in town, like the next next town over on the beach, a lot of people don't know this, but New Hampshire does have a coastline. We've got 17 miles of uh, coastline. So there's a spot called Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom. It's about uh, like 1,500, 1,500 venue, just a big giant open bar is what it looks like. Uh, 1,500, 2,000, uh, we would host those there as well. So any country act that came through the area, we had the presents to that. Who that was, um who was your favorite country artist? Favorite artist or favorite show? How about favorite uh, artist and favorite show? Because I, I have I have two different ones. Okay, uh, uh, Eric Church p- puts on a hell of a, a performance. Right, Eric Church is like the uh, the Bruce Springsteen. Like he plays yep. by himself with his band. There's no, there's no opening act, three opening acts, you know, comes on at the concert starts at eight. He starts at eight o'clock, goes to like nine 30, takes a, like a half time, like a football game, comes yep. back, wraps it up another hour and a half, whatever. Uh, uh, Luke Holmes was great. Zach Brown band. Love them. They were great. Uh, love Miranda Lambert, love Marin Morris. Uh, who else? Who else? You ever Jason do anything Aldean. with? Okay, Cody Johnson. Did you do anything with him before he left? Uh, did not do. Did not do anything with him. No. Okay. With him. 
Okay. Well, if, I guess but, if you were uh, the biggest, if you were the biggest up in that area, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's music. Yeah. 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 Music. But I, I, he, he didn't, uh, I didn't do a show with him. Okay. I saw him at the TLA and I'll tell you what, man, actually the guy um, who opened for, for him uh, it was Joe Fortner. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but um, he's like an up and coming guy uh, okay. real tight with like Luke Combs and all them guys. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I've, I'm actually going to see uh, Randy Hauser on Friday up at Penn's Peak. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, nice. looking forward to that. And then um, a guy I know, I actually had him on here. He was the drummer for uh, Joe Fortner, is the drummer for Ella Langley, who's opening for for uh, Randy Hauser on Friday. So I'm, you know, I'm going to take some corporate okay. tomato pie up and some pretzels and you know, make sure they understand nice. what Gary's all about. Yeah. But, nice, um, nice. My, yeah, that's, my last that's awesome. concert. My last concert was, uh, which was uh, over the summer, Chris Stapleton. Amazing. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. I, as far as like talent, now he's not jumping around. There's no flames. There's no tiger. You know, he, he's, he stands right there. Got his band. His wife is up there half the time singing with him. But his voice is so... Soulful and pure, like like it 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 pierces through your body. So yeah. that's a different kind of concert uh, than an Eric Church. Eric yeah. Church is running around the stage, you know, Luke Bryan running around everywhere. Just it's just two different concerts, but still an amazing. Show. I just I love this Chris Stapleton show. Just love. It. Yeah, yeah. What I, an I think, amazing uh, I... voice from, voice from God. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd definitely like to see him. It's just you know, right now, especially in this area, like it's the prices are crazy, and you know the the markups yeah. are even more crazy. But yeah, I get it. I you know, um, but yeah, that's that's awesome. So uh, Derek Dirk's Bentley puts on a really good show. Um, I heard. I, I haven't seen him. I didn't see yeah, him. Okay, in the concert, but I yeah, uh, that's crazy. I hear man. It puts I, on a good show. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. that's uh. So you you pretty Gar- much oh, ran the Garth gamut. Brooks. Okay. Garth Brooks when he did uh when he was doing the dive, the the first round of the dive bar tour. Yeah. So I saw him uh in Foxborough for the where the Pats played the Patriots, and they have like a like a big giant you know bar there. Uh, I would say like when I say big. By the way, it wasn't a dive bar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a dive bar. <laughs> uh, I, like five hundred. 500 okay. 600 that, that's a big bar. that's a big bar 700 yeah yeah uh and he uh he's also an outstanding performer he had yeah. that place like rock like rocking yeah. yeah i hear like you rocking so I, and i would say that i would say this about the uh the country artists the country musician the nicest people the most down-to-earth individuals that you will ever come across so i've been in the the music business since uh i've been on the radio since 1985 uh, interviewed a lot of people, obviously. Uh, no one touches the uh, the country artists as far as uh, friendliness, friendliness and the most down-to-earth real people. Couldn't tell you time. why. Time and everything. Garth Brooks, which I'd ha- I have to put him up in the top uh, two or three people that I've ever interviewed uh, on who do you think's big? Do you think Alan John's bigger than Garth? Um, maybe, maybe. 
Garth is okay. If you put Elton one out of the people interviewed, um, I'll have to put Garth two as far as the biggest. Okay. So when he was promoting, um, he had a he had to cancel uh, his Gillette Stadium tour. He was a tour. He he had, he has recent uh, announced a new one there, but the whole COVID thing. So he came on the show to uh, you know promote it, do a, do an interview, ticket sales coming up on Friday, and this is pretty much every country artist from just call from his house, just call the every time an artist would call, we'd give him the studio line, regular studio contest line, and we would know to look for them because we know what time he's calling in at nine o'clock. So right. we watch the lines and 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 find them. So uh, who does that? Who does Elton John is not calling? the local DJ doing an interview. He's not calling MMR. He's not right. doing it or, or MGK. He's not calling John DeBella himself. His manager, somebody would call, hey, man, I'm, this is Chio. I uh, got Elton here. We're ready to go like in five minutes or however that, you know, however they do that. Right. I was just very, imp- I was just very impressed by that. Yeah. You know, Lady A, uh, Lady A, uh, I can't think of her name right now, the, the, the female singer. She when she did an interview with us, which we talked to her a couple. Uh, well, actually, I talked to her just one time, and she was calling us from the inside of a car uh, in her driveway and watching kids play outside, so she could have a little quiet time. Right. Yeah. So all these artists uh, that I that I talked to, they just you know talked to Randy Hauser. Randy Hauser was up. You know, talked to him a couple times, you know, to promote his events. And uh, they just call you up by themselves. There's no time frame. I had a time limit with Garth. I had like seven minutes. They, they said, oh, he's one of the biggest seven. artists on the planet, too. You know? Right. So but, seven, but seven minutes is massive. That's pretty right. good. Yeah. That, that's pretty good. To give, you, to give you a comparison, in the early 2000s, when NSYNC was big, uh, and I interviewed, uh, and Justin Timberlake might have been out by his own at this time. I interviewed Justin Timberlake one time. Uh, not the nicest guy, by the way. I believe that. Yeah, are, a lot of people, are, especially women, who who grew up on NSYNC and all that stuff, they they're very shocked when I say that. But he was very rude, uh, and they they only gave me three minutes. Yeah. Which in, wow. in three minutes you can't. You, there's not there's not much. That says it right there. He gave me three minutes. Garth Brooks gave me seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to give you an idea, and he was eating. Can you imagine I'm doing this interview with you and I'm eating? Right. Grapes or what he was eating like grapes and I can hear him chewing as right. I'm talking to him. You know, he's not talking. And I called him out on it. I didn't call him out on it like to argue with him. I was trying to make light of it, but I thought that was kind of rude. Right. Oh, yeah. You, for you don't sure. do an in, you don't, you know, you don't do an interview and uh you're eating. Like, yeah. To me, that's uh, disrespectful, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's funny. You probably, I mean, geez, you, you have stories for days and days and years and days. days. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's funny that you mentioned like the time piece, because, uh, again, you know, me being like I'm a hip hop head. My daughters are you know, they're a little older. So I know I've been to, uh, you know, if they want to go to a show, I'll take them to it. And, you mm-hmm. know, there's been a couple of times where we've gone. We went and saw um, an act down at the Fillmore and they're supposed to go on at eight. Didn't go until eleven didn't get out of there till wow. super late. I mean, it was crazy, but then we right. went, um, you know, I've been to, I, I didn't really go to concerts when I was younger. Um, I don't really like crowds mm-hmm. of people. That's just me, but right. Right. Um, right. 
Um, but you know, when we go to a country show, it's like they start right on time, right on time, mm-hmm. almost every t- because they want to get in. And I've asked a couple people that why why that is, and it's really because they're most of them were like working hard working people that are like, I want this Correct. stage people to be able to get home to their family. You know what I mean? Let them yep. do their job and all that. Yep. But yeah, it's a, it's a super interesting piece. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's crazy. So, you know, outside of, I guess the country piece, you know, the mid to late nineties here in Philly were just, I mean, st- even still, they're still pretty, you know, pretty popping, but mm-hmm. you know, you went from Q102 and then uh, you went from Q102 over to, you went to San Diego after that, correct? In 97, went to San Diego for a couple of years and came back to Q102 in 99. Right. And then uh, started doing mornings in 2000. Well, the end of 99, 2000. Okay. Okay. So what, what's it like yep. for you when you have to leave a market? Because from, a, from someone who grew up on radio, you know, before we had all these options that we have now, but I don't know, you know, being being that I grew up here, I remember, and I don't know if you know them or I'm sure you do just at least stories at the most, but like Eddie and Jobo from Q102 back in the day, I don't know if you ever heard mm-hmm. anything about them or knew them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but bro. That like broke my heart. Yeah. Because yeah. They I, were like my guys. I remember. I, I, was on, I, was on the I was on at night when they were on in the morning. I was on, I was here. I was here. Yeah, they I, only were here like one year. They only were here like one year. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I remember calling and being like, what happened? And they're like, oh, you know, it's just a business. And I, I was young, man. I'm like, what is all this? Because I guess at that point, mm-hmm. and, and even even for a lot of people, um, they don't understand that it's still a business, right? So the, the business has to happen the way it has to happen. And so from your perspective, how, how was it when you, when you leave Correct. a market, when you, like, you literally talk to people, you might not hear from all of them, but they all hear you. And it's, it's heartbreaking. How's it feel for, you know, you to go from market to market? Well, uh, radio is a tough business. And, and, um, you know, to either two things happen in the business. A, number one, you get fired uh, for whatever reason. Uh, most of the time, it's no reason. Right. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Uh, number two, you leave for a better opportunity. So um, tough, uh, especially uh, uh, leaving Philly in in thirteen, and then coming back in fifteen, and then leaving again in nineteen. No, I left in eighteen. That's right, I left in nineteen. You know, I lost a job. I was on Real One Hundred Six One, so it changed formats to the breeze. So I was out of work. Right. So I was out of work. No, no one, no one called, offered me a job locally in Philadelphia. At that point, I was going to retire then. And when I say retire, retire from radio, I, you know, I'm not at, at, at to retire, uh, et cetera. So I was going to, when I was on Real 1061, when that, when that train ended, when it went to the last stop, to call it a day if I didn't get anything here locally. I was done moving around. It's very tough. When you're young, when you're young, it's fun. You know, I'm happy I got to experience different parts of the country, uh, which was interesting. And uh, my kids got to experience uh, other other places in America. 
So, but in a perfect world, you kind of want to like, you want to do that in the beginning and then you want to, you know, you want to stick around. Uh, you want to marry a market. You want to marry a market. The reason I ha I've had the most success in Philadelphia is, is not because I did anything special or the radio stations were any better than the other stations is the time. I put the time in. I spent a lot of years here. So out of my career, out of the 37 years of radio, you know, 95 uh, to 19, uh, you know, that's what, uh, 19 and five, that's 24. I spent like 20 years right. on the radio in Philadelphia. So that's, that's the connection. That's where you really got the listener like yourself really got to know me my path and i was on a couple of big radio stations here so when i was on q102 that was that was one that was one it's i mean it's still around uh not as successful as they used to be but it was one of the big top 40 stations in town and then when i went to the competitor wired 96.5 also was a, a big station while while it lasted so a lot of people like yourself like you know when you were kids that's that was, that was your music that was your music and that that's who you listen to is that yeah, you know I mean, what i'm saying yeah for 100 percent, because you know that in it, during that time i mean that was even when i mean so i i ooh, let's see i got my license probably in 95 or 96 and first mm -hmm. thing you do back then was what you i had look my mom had a plymouth reliance station wagon that had a um a base tube in the back and it had the detachable face radio because when you wanted to hear your music, you wanted to hear That's your music, funny. right? So, um, yeah. you, know, you drive around or even here around right. town or, you know, at school, that would be the thing. I mean, I remember, you know, Chio in the morning, mm -hmm. I remember pulling up to school and again, I grew up here when it was really poor and I look, I took the bus every day until I graduated, buddy. I'll tell you that. And, you know, my right, friends right. would have their cars and stuff and you, you know, we'd pull up on the bus, like when it was warmer out and we'd hear, you know, Chio in the mm -hmm. morning, you know, we, and that yeah. was when we actually listened. Cause right now I, you know, I'll be honest with you. It's difficult to listen to some of these radio stations. Cause it's just, it's all gimmicks and it's all, you know, trying to gain attention and go viral right, and all right. that. And we're back right. in the day, like you would talk right, about right, like a right. Monday. Are you kidding? You and Diego on one or two, like you would talk about the weekend and every, like it would be the wildest stuff right. that you would ever hear. And my right. sister had, right. my sister's a little older. And her and her friends, you know, they Brownies 23 over here and um on Ridge yeah. Pike, right? You know, yeah. I never went to any clubs or anything like that because I, I worked at the roller skating rink and then you know I was I was a bigger guy, so people always wanted to pick fights with me, so I didn't really go. But the you right. know, I I imagine my sister and her friends are gonna be like, Oh my god, I can't believe you actually had Chio on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Cause it was the thing, mm -hmm. you know, they'd be like, Oh, check it out, I got a you know, Q102 t-shirt you know diego right, threw right. it to me or yep. whatever like that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. and the bumper stickers yeah. and like all that crazy yeah. stuff from back mm -hmm. in the day and then mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man. yeah man it was a, it was a great time it those was a great time those were the days yeah those were the days those, we did a lot of uh we did a lot of wacky crazy stuff yeah in the radio yeah. a lot of a lot of crazy a lot of crazy segments we did and uh people still love it man you know if I go when I go on social media, the stuff I get is uh, unbelievable. Hey, you should you should be on the radio here in Philly. Well, no one has offered me a job. I can't hire right. myself.
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't yeah, hire so myself. How, and... So how is the, you know, obviously the, the music industry has changed a ton, but the radio industry now that like, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I listen to like the HD two channels now because there's no one talking on them and it's more, it's not right, right. Right. It's not the same stuff playing every, well, it's a, it's the same stuff, but it's newer. Right. So how, how has yeah, the music go, industry correct. changed from, from your perspective to, you know, from someone who was in your profession? Well, I think the kids today, they're not listening to radio. So my, my son, Tristan, uh, he's 20, 20 years old. He never puts the radio on and he's yep. into music. Like he loves hip hop. Um, you know, he gets all his music from Apple music and like YouTube online. So as where, when I was coming up, tw- uh, when I was coming up, you were 20 years old, you, you got, you got to hear the new stuff on the radio. So I don't, I think, I think contemporary, contemporary music, like top 40 stations, like Q102, uh, hip hop stations like power 99, there's, there's still a place, there's still a place for them, but they, uh, there's just so much more competition that, that we didn't have when we came up. Like we, we were the only channel, like you want to hear, you know, you want to hear the latest freestyle song in 1996. Um, yeah, eight o'clock, eight o'clock at night <laughs> and, and later. Yeah. Right? Yep. Top eight at eight or whatever, you know? So, uh, that was the place as that's not the case now. So somebody like my son, uh, I think they, they're going to have a lot of, there's a lot of challenges there's just so much competition, so much, so many places to, you know, to get music uh, without commercials. Now, I didn't say radio was dead. I'm not saying that. I said contemporary radio, radio stations that play newer music that target a younger audience. Not that it's dead. It's not dead, but it's just more difficult. There's more challenges. There's so much more things to do, like you said earlier, you know, making videos and going viral and social media. It's just it's just a different it's a whole different world. Yeah. That's where radio radio broke music back in the day. We 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 broke the hits. Uh, So I I, I don't know if that happens now as much. Yeah, I think uh, it's crazy because I follow a lot of. um uh, a lot of country people on social media, but like uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. like you've, you still follow country music? Uh, not too much anymore. Okay. So, I re- so TikTok... I'm really not, I'm, I'm not into music. Uh, the, the fact that I, so the last three years I followed country music, obviously I'm okay. in the business right now that I'm out of uh, music radio, a lot of music radio. I don't really listen. I don't listen to too much radio. Got it. Um, I don't listen to any, I haven't listened to music radio in years. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to be entertained. Yeah. So if I'm going to listen to radio, it's going to be either sports or that's it sports. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so, uh, since I was out of town, um, for like three years, uh, I really focused in the, uh, on the new England sports. So I can know what I'm talking, you know, that's a whole new area for me. And I I really kind of, so I got away from Philly a little bit so I can, uh, you know, learn the area, learn what they're talking about, et cetera. But uh, if I listen to radio, I'm a big uh, Fox sports radio on a national, on a national level. Yep. Okay. I like, like Dan Patrick. I like Dan Patrick. I think he puts on a great morning show. 
obviously I was on in the mornings um, when he would, he would, he would go on at 12 though. His show would go on at 12 noon. So most of the time I catch like the last hour. Okay. Uh, of him, uh, of his, of his show. And what I like about his show is very, uh, very reminiscent to when I had a, a, the big morning show at Q102 and at 96.5, he has like four, like four people that he talks to. It's like, it's like a morning, like a top 40 morning show, really what Dan Patrick right. does, uh, except, except sports and there's pop culture there too, but obviously it's a sports station, a uh, big fan of Colin Cowherd and Doug Godley. And then if I want to listen to local sports, I listen to, you know, IP or, or, uh, the fanatic. Got it. But, uh, haven't tuned into local radio since I've been back, which has only yeah. been like a month. So yeah, not okay. that crazy, but so, you know, with, um, I guess again, with I, social I, media, I, 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 go ahead. I said, I listen to a lot of books too, audio books. Got it. Okay. Okay. Trying you to get, podcast trying, guy trying to get a little, little smarter. <laughs> uh not too much podcasts um i would listen to logan you know he's kind of gone off the deep end uh here lately <laughs> i would listen to him on my rides when i would when i would come when i'd come visit to the when i'd come visit the kids i'd have a seven hour ride or go back and i wanted to be entertained because i got to be entertained uh yeah. so i would listen to him sometimes yes yes okay but i haven't okay. lately i haven't listened to him in in, in a little bit I've, gotcha. I've actually i'm actually um uh not, not happy with some of some of his things. I think he's got, he's gotten too big for his britches. Yeah. Got it. You know, got this it. country says this in our country, it says a free speech that there is no free speech. Right. That's, yeah. that's a lie. Yeah. yeah. There's no free speech. I hear you. So you got to be careful. And and now that he's so big and now that he's on Spotify, you're going to get ripped and, and not, yeah. not that you can't get ripped. You know, if you're talking four hours, like he does, you know, he does these long podcasts, uh, stuff is going to come out. But uh, you're gonna, people are gonna be watching you, man. They want to tear you down. Right, I hear you. Down and 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 you got you got to be careful. And as you can see, they're trying to cancel him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's everything that's unfolding uh, is super. It's super interesting the way things are kind of unfolding. But you know, I, I we'll we'll see how it all ends. I think it's uh, there's a lot of I think, important things I think that are going to be happening I think, for sure. I think he's uh, going to be in trouble a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Spotify has, uh, uh, it's one thing with the COVID stuff, uh, whether you for him or not for him or, or for COVID that the, how you call it, the, the shots are not right. That's irrelevant. Um, but the whole, uh, the N word thing that's come out that, yep. that, that might be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. That might yeah. be the nail in the coffin. Good, good you possibility. Know, even though I don't, yeah, even though he's, uh, I don't, uh, he's not a racist. I don't believe he's a racist. Uh, but you're on a platform, you're on a podcast. I, I would never say the word. So that's right. just me. Even yeah, like, I hear you. I hear and you. It, even though it's taken, it, even though even though it's taken out of context, there's no no question about it. It's taken out of context. But the things like ten Still minutes there. long, yep. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it it, it doesn't. He admitted he came out with an Instagram video. Oh, it's, yeah. it sounds effed up, man. You yeah. know, so uh, a, a company like Spotify, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, gonna it's definitely going to get interesting. Wayne, uh, the Rock, the, yeah, The Rock comes out like last week after after he made an apology. Like I could do better, but having like a balanced view on, with these wacky doctors and, and COVID and all these conspiracy theories. 
I could do better. I apologize. Maybe get maybe get another point of view the next day, the next podcast. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson, hey man, I respect that. I respect that. Uh, I accept your apology. Then this the the N word came out, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's no no longer a fan of of Joe Rogan. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I've, so, I've I followed it pretty closely. You know, we'll see how it all pans out. Um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so getting back to kind of lighter notes, right? So, well, you know, the, the country uh, music yeah. thing <laughs> and uh, the uh, you know, like TikTok has has blown quite a few people up. And uh, Trey Lewis being one of them, you know, Trey Lewis's music. He sings Trey that, Lewis. I'm uh, not familiar with Trey Lewis. You got to check him out. Uh-huh. He has a song. It's called Dick Down in Dallas. It's okay. a great song. You should really listen to it. He's a country guy. Oh, and um, okay. and then uh, Priscilla Block. I don't know if you heard of her or not, but she yeah, yeah, also. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, so, I, yeah, I met her. I actually met her. Yeah, yeah. So Priscilla. amazing, uh, amazing singer. Uh, really yeah. great and attitude. TikTok. And, yeah, TikTok. TikTok put her on the map, right? TikTok yeah, put her on yeah. the map, right? The first one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's it's interesting because they, you know, the, this group of people that I've been following for probably the last four or five years or so they're all kind of breaking out now, but to your point, they're right. all super nice people. Like I'll reach out to someone on Instagram, say, Hey, I have this little podcast, like, you know, yep. Hey man, let's do it. Or, you know, Hey, I'm on tour or whatever. And, um, it's just about supporting them, right. Supporting them and their music and what Correct. their dream is. But, you know, I'm, Correct. I'm a big, I'm a big, you know, everyone needs to win. I'm a big proponent of that. So if everyone wins, yeah. the world's going to be a much better place as long as it's the good that wins, right? Not the shitty stuff that wins. That is, that is, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so I do have, um, so I just want to talk about a, a, a show. I don't, did you ever meet Sam Smith? The uh, no. He's a, he's, no. I think he's from the UK. The you pop talk guy. about con- the pop guy. Yeah. 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 So he um yep. he put on a show and I was at a Flyers game with my mom and my kids and mm-hmm. it said Sam Smith's coming and my kids were like, oh, I really want to go. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got tickets. Well, I show up in like a a gray T-shirt and a pair of camo like uh, cargo shorts and everyone else is there in like white linens and, you know, hats and all that other kind of stuff. Right, right. That guy put on a show and a half. And um, really the beginning of the I'll tell you the beginning of the show, he came out. And he goes, look, he said, I don't know if anyone's heard all my music. If you haven't, that's fine. If you did, I appreciate it. And uh, he said, if I will guarantee one thing, by the end of this show, everyone will be up on their feet dancing. And I, damn it, Chio, I was up dancing. And I can't wait to go wow. see that guy again. It was amazing, man. And he was, wow. the stage went right out to the center of the Wells Fargo Center. And mm-hmm. um, like to a point, and he sang, and I, I, my kids were looking at me and I'm like, this is a great show. And uh, yeah. felt like he was singing directly to me, which was kind of, you know, it's kind of weird when you think about it, but it was mm-hmm. like, it was a powerful show. And then, you know, getting back to, I actually just got tickets for Zach Brown down at the, uh, down in Camden. So I haven't missed one okay. of his shows, I think in um, probably like five years. So always a great show. Yeah. They put on a great show. That was my first country concert, Zach Brown band. Okay. Yeah. It was mine first too. Country fact, yeah. Yeah, mine was at the Citizens mm-hmm. Bank Park, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They put on a great show. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to, you know, let's talk about the interview process a little bit, right? So you've obviously you've met right. a lot of people. You've talked to a lot of people, right? But you've also had mm-hmm. a lot of people come into studio. Um, what were the boy bands like? Because you were like right in the middle of all that. 
the Backstreet Boys, I, I couldn't kick them out of the studio when they first came in. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So when they first came out, I guess I was 95. All of them uh, came on my night show. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like when they're first coming out, like they'll talk to you all day. They'll talk to you all day. They're trying to get that publicity. They're trying to gain fans. We did, we did a show at, at Egypt. They performed at Egypt. It was like 10 people showed up. It was horrible. <laughs> you know, uh, it was horrible. And look, they, yeah. they turned out to be pre pretty massive. You know, they only had like one hit at the time. So right. they were kind of new. Uh, so no one kind of, kind of knew them. But how was, uh, you know, I was, I was part of the, the first one, uh, uh, New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block, yeah, yeah. New Kids on the Block in the, the late 80s. And the early 90s, I was in San Diego in 1990 when they were like, you know, massive. I remember us giving away tickets to their show in the in Los Angeles where the Dodgers play. Right. And and the people would go nuts. And people would just go nuts. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. You know, any young female in that era. Uh, <laughs> it was your loved, best friend, loved. right? You were their best yes. friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, you couldn't go wrong with an NSYNC song yeah. or... or Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I mean, oddly or, enough, or, or 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 New Kids on the Block in, in that era. The so era. It, you know, funny you mentioned New Kids on the Block because I was in. Uh, I used to work in tobacco, so I was down in Richmond, Virginia, um, for work. Mm -hmm. And there, I think it was the, it's like the Richmond Coliseum. It's like a like a circle venue, and New Kids on the Block was playing at that place. Well, right next door was my hotel. I was staying at the Marriott. I remember walking in after dinner and people were like, Oh my God, you're one of their, one of their bouncers. You're one of their security. I was like, yeah, you know, it's, um, but you know, I had, man, That's we got, great. I got me and my buddy were there and you know, we got, you know, they, they fed us, they were buying us drinks and they're like, Oh, where are they at? I'm like, well, I was like, you know, right, right. I was like, where are they playing tomorrow night? They're like, Oh, they're go going over to Charlottesville to, to UVA. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, they're halfway there already. I'm sorry. And I was like, I got to go to bed and I rolled out. So, I mean, you know, doing what I had to do to get some free drinks and food. That was but, good uh, times, man. Good yeah, times. man. Yeah. Super interesting. So did you ever, um, so the boy band thing, I guess the, the tail end of that, I mean, 98 degrees, I can't say it was at the tail end, but, um, do you ever have the guys from O-Town? Like, I know that's kind of probably like a throwback. Uh, yes, I did talk. I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you their names or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They had like a couple hits. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah they were they were in that era, they were in that pocket. Yeah, it's I had them, I had them on. I, I can't tell you what. Oh yeah, I can't yeah, tell yeah, you I what don't... we talked about <laughs> like that. Yeah, the only reason I ask is because like I'll go like I'll I'll explain to my kids like everyone knows like all these um you know in sync Backstreet Boys all that but um mm -hmm. I'll play like O Town Radio on my on Pandora you know my kids are like what is right, this and right like, right like, I was like you have no idea. Matter of fact, I was at my daughter's cheer competition yesterday, and one of the cheer squads had Liquid Dreams was part of their uh, wow. their cheer music, right? So it's just weird yeah. how everything old becomes new again, and and all that. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just man, I, I I'm sure you just have story. I, I man, what a crazy career you've had, right? Yeah, I'm in mean, that uh, crazy career, man. Worked yeah. all over the country and. You know, interviewed all kinds of different artists, including athletes. I interviewed Steve Young. Yeah. Football Hall. I interviewed Steve Young when he first came to the, that was my first radio interview was Steve Young in Florida at that station okay. in Sebring, Florida, because our 
AMC, this is when he became a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Okay. Our AM, our AM station carried the Buccaneers. That was back in the that, orange jersey days, right? Yes. Yep, okay. that's 85. 85, yep. uh, yeah, 85, 86 uh, when he, he came around. And who, you know, he was a kind of kind of a, a nobody. At that, not a nobody, but he was going to be the starting quarterback. I think he came from the USFL or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but who, who would have known that he'd be one of the great quarterbacks? He'd be a Hall of Famer. That's why yeah. you take a picture of it. That's why you take a picture of anybody. In, in, if you're in radio, you take pictures with everybody because you never know when they're going to blow up. Right. Yeah. So I, I got a, I got a picture of uh, uh, me and Beyonce when they first came out in 1998. How was uh, she? They were, nobody. Uh, they were cool. At that time, yeah. they were cool. Yeah. You no, know, I don't know how, how she is now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, a little bit different, right? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, who's the other one? Rihanna. Remember uh, the Lagoon? Yeah. So we did a we did a we did a concert, a morning show concert at the Lagoon. There must have been like three thousand people there, man. Four thousand people that went through the doors. It was in the summertime. I mean, the line was out. Stevie B was the headline. Okay, yep. Stevie B was the headline, and I don't need to tell you how big Stevie B is around here. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, packed house, sold out, the whole ball of wax. Uh, Rihanna was one of the opening acts, and she had, like, that one hit. At that time, it was one hit. SOS, um, I think. Might be. I, I, I can't remember, but. No one really gave a crap about it, right? So my the promotions team at Q102, they're trying to get like their job is to get pictures of Rihanna with the with some some fans and the disc jockeys, right? They go, hey, Chio, you want to take a, you want to take a picture with Rihanna? And I was like, I don't know, I was in the middle of doing something. I'm like, nah, that, I'll do it later or something like that. <laughs> you know, looking back, I probably should have took that picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. It's funny. So I remember seeing Rihanna for the first time on Soul Train doing and it looked like she was completely lip singing she was standing like like almost dead still like not even you know and now look she's you know one of the biggest you know musicians in the world yeah yeah it's like no one cared you know when she had that one hit at the lagoon you know i mean it was a hit and everybody had a good time listening to it but they were there to see stevie b (laughs) right right so with with stevie b and acts like that is do those acts carry through the country or are they like region specific like, cause I, I know Philly's nah, like Stevie, a different Stevie, market. Yeah. Stevie B, uh, freestyle music in general, um, is certain, certain markets. It did well. Like New York, Philly, stuff like that. Yeah. Miami. Um, uh, it did big in LA, Texas. It did big in Texas. It wasn't big all over. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't big in Pittsburgh. So if I ever get the chance and I'm in like Idaho and I put on some spring love, you know, people probably look at me like they're something yeah, it's crazy. It's not going right? to work. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is correct. Yes. My, my co-host, my last co-host on the country station, I go, you ever heard of Steve? Goes, no. So even, even though Boston had a little bit, like Philly, Philly and New York, it was freestyle was massive. Right. Philly, New York, Miami, just over the top. Those were the, some of the top three markets. Probably so when the you, top three markets for freestyle music. When you talked about that to your co-host up uh, up there, did did you play the song and was like, yo, what do you think? Or oh no, no. I, I don't know. I don't know why it came up. That conversation came up, but I, we were talking about something. 
And I go, you okay. ever heard of Stevie B? Uh, you ever heard of like freestyle music? She goes, no. Nah. I mean, she's only 32. 32. Yeah, I know, man. But that's, you know, it's, and, I, and, I, and, I guess and, really. And, 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 go ahead. That Now she likes the hip hop. The 90s hip hop is hers. That's her. Yeah. Like Destiny's Child. Yeah. You know, and sing that that that's uh, early two thousands. Avril Lavigne, got it. You know, that was her. That's her era. But she didn't, and that she never listened to freestyle music. She okay, she, she didn't know what that is. Yeah, no that idea. would break my heart. I'm sure it broke your heart too. Like, you know, some things are just unbelievably hard to understand. You know, well, me being in the radio business and knowing it's market specific. You know, she's not from New Hampshire. I don't think. I don't think anyone in new hampshire knows what freestyle music is you know <laughs> hey you ever heard of a steve you ever heard of noel <laughs> right <laughs> what yeah. i don't think i don't think they either like classic rock or country man <laughs> yeah yeah i guess Those the only exposure now yeah in, the only exposure uh, now probably hampshire. would be uh i guess tiktok or something like that if someone threw because i see you know there's a lot of um like my tiktok feeds full of um like roller skating stuff right like it's just kind of i guess the algorithms right. got in there and it's just all that right you know sugar hill gang and and uh, freestyle music and yep and all that but uh yeah yep. man it's uh, such a great time that and it was you know looking back and yeah. thinking about it it's like man good times Times, I just wish man. I wish my kids and I don't I don't know how you feel, but I wish my kids would know what it was like growing up in a social media free world where like music right, kind of right, just right. ruled the world and oh, just such a good time, man. Yeah. Like, you know, records and CDs try, and I, tapes. Yeah. I try to stay away from social media. I mean, I did my social media that I had to do with the radio station for the station. My last three years, I really don't, uh, I don't have much traction on my, uh, my personal pages. I just try to stay away from it. I think it's just all fake, all right, fake yeah. people looking for, uh, uh, people looking Clout. for ego boost. It's, uh, yep. it's uh, that's my opinion. It's just, just fake, man. If I want to talk to my mom, I call my mother. Yeah. If I want to talk, if I want to talk to my sister in Florida, I call her up or she right. calls me up. Uh, right. I don't need to send a message i don't even know my sisters i'm sure she's on facebook i have no idea right but that's how i look at it um you know ego boost if i want my ego boost i just go on facebook and do a post yeah well i i, I could i can and that's why i don't already. do it that's yeah. why i don't do it I, yeah. I don't i'm not trying to have a different mindset man i just have a different you know e ego ego can kill you ego can kill you I think people do it for ego boost and the sexy photos. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. If it makes you happy, great, do it. But yeah. uh, I think it's, I think it's bad. I think it's bad. I think it's bad for kids. A lot of negativity on there. It's like just the world's just crazy, man. Yeah. Just and like, and why would you read stuff like that? That that's they, you know, you 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 can be doing a positive thing and someone's gonna say something negative. Right. You know, it's like you can be doing a charity. And someone's going to say something negative, you know? So I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't understand how people let that affect, affect them. Like when they, when, when somebody posts a bad comment about you or whatever, you know, if you get like a Joe Rogan or Colin Cowherd, you know, all he gets on Twitter is just all negativity. There's not one person like Colin, how Colin Cowherd, the Fox sports guy on Twitter, 
not one. But when he goes and makes his appearances, hey, I love you. Listen to your show every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, I think, is the the worst thing. That may be right. one of the worst creations of my lifetime. Like it really is. It's t- right. it's terrible. It's terrible. Right. Right. So right, right. from so. from your perspective, what who was your favorite? Who was your favorite interview you've had? Like one, one or maybe two that have just stuck out that you're just like, man, that was a great interview. Uh, Tom Cruise is one of them. Okay. Was that in person or on the radio? Uh, on the phone. Okay. Via, okay. The, via the phone. I, I interviewed him two times. Uh, they were both great interviews. And I had 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, he was great. I know a lot of people don't like him. Scientology stuff. They, they gave me no rules. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. He was, uh, he was cool to talk to. Um, who else? Uh, oh man, 50 Cent was cool. You know, Snoop Dogg was cool. Jay-Z was cool. Uh, Elton John was all right. Billy Joel was kind of, uh, he was Makes kind sense. of an ass a little, he was yeah. kind of an ass a little bit. You can kind of, you can kind of uh, see that even before you, you, know, you just mentioned <laughs> yeah, his name yeah. and people, people probably have uh, the same John, reaction. Yeah. John Bon Jovi was cool. Looks amazing. Um, who else? I mean, I mean, Janet Jackson was cool. Yeah. You know? So never, never, never interviewed Eminem. Never interviewed okay. him. Was that he like, he didn't a, do much. He didn't do much. Uh, he didn't do much radio. I uh, give him a lot of props. He he didn't play the game like that, and he didn't need to. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was always cool too. Yeah. I talked to her three times. She was always yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. She gets so what, a bad rap about... like she's a diva. She might. She might be a diva, but she wasn't a diva with me. You know. Uh, yeah, she she's professional, right? Me. She she knows what pays the bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no sense in going yeah. out and being a yeah. dick if you if you want to you know you want people to, to play your music like you and all that. Well, other. well, so, well, well, some some people are. So who's uh, the uh, Kevin Spacey? Interview with Kevin Spacey. Two one zero two. Well, he, he turned and out to we be a real piece pro- of shit anyway. So good for him. He was a total douchebag. <laughs> so we do a 10 minute, we do a 10 minute interview promoting his movie and we were all prepped. We did our job. We were all prepped. It's not like the interview was, and you know, we, you know, we sucked, sucked up to him. He's a great actor. I mean, he might be a dick, but he's a great actor. What he does right at the end of the interview. And this is live. I'm feeling, I would ask, I don't know if you remember this. This was two thousands. I would to give a little, in, a little uh, inside to the people listening at the end of an interview, I would say, hey, man, can you give us, and this would be live on the air, can you give us some a liner? Hey, I'm Kevin Spacey when I'm in Philly, whatever. I, you know, I wake up with you in the morning, Q102, whatever. Uh, no one ever turned me down. Nobody. I could see if the interview was bad. Click. I, and I, I was totally not expecting him to say no. He goes, no, I don't do that. <laughs> Swear to God. Ugh. And we were like, and this was live. We were like, awkward, man. Yeah. You ever listened to that interview? Because uh, uh, throughout the years, if I've come across somebody and that, that uh, uh, you know, a listener, and they listen to that interview, 
he didn't do himself any favors. He goes, man, what an ass. Yeah, right. What an asshole, man. All I want to say, hey, it's Kevin Spacey, man. I listen to you in the morning. What's so hard about that? I just gave right. you 10 fucking minutes to promote your movie. The reason yeah. Kevin Spacey, the reason all these stars come on these shows is not that they're friends with the radio host. Very few people have that. Yep. Okay. No, they're, they're promoting something. They're trying to sell something. They're trying to sell my album comes out. They're trying to make money. Mm-hmm. They're coming on the Chio in the morning show, whatever show, Ryan Seacrest, whatever show. They're trying to sell you something, a book. They want you to go out, buy tickets to the movie, buy the book, buy the album, buy the single. They're trying to do. They're not there because they're your best friend. Right. You know, so uh, I gave him 10 minutes, man. 10 minutes promoting his movie. You know, and his career, his accolades at that, up to that point. Right. Uh, you know, you know, sucked up to him, you know, you know, not, not sucked up to him. That's not a word, but you know what I'm saying? No, it's, a, yeah, it's an entertain. It's a, look, you have to entertain your people too, right? So you have to, you make sure that yes. the next time yes. something comes up, he's like, oh, I'm not doing that show because I'm like that guy. Right. Correct. Yeah. Cause they, so, they pay attention to everything. Yeah. He was just so like, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't do that. I'm I'm Kevin Spacey. I don't do stuff like that. Like maybe to a C lister, but not to me. I mean, he didn't say that like that, but he just he was just so rude. Yeah, well, uh, comes out Friday. Good luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough. Uh, Heath yeah. Ledger was a Heath Ledger was a. I remember the tough ones. I had too many good ones to to remember. Just too many. Heath Led Heath Ledger was probably the worst interview. Was yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. He even said uh, in the beginning of the interview, he hates the, that's the one thing he hated about uh, acting. Yeah. Promoting his stuff. He, he, you know, he, he wasn't into it. As where Tom Cruise is the opposite. So Tom yeah. Cruise knows, Tom Cruise is trying to get people to watch his movie. When he comes across as, as a dick, not going to do him any favors. You know, like when right. he got mad at Matt, when he got mad at Matt Lauer on the Today Show, I think he was running on, 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 not a lot of sleep or whatever that didn't do him any favors. He came across, you know, uh, not, not a friendly guy when he's yelling at Matt Lauer and stuff. Right. I think yeah. it had to do with the Scientology or something, something he was tired, whatever. And, uh, so it's not going to do you any favors, but yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta know how to play the game. Some people know how to play it. Some people don't. Well, those people that, you know, you've said that have played the game have had crazy success for years and years and years. Right. And I, I think that, you know, just from a professional standpoint, look, I'm just some dude, like I, I have a full-time job. This is just something I do to keep myself, mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm, I'm interested like this, this is more for me to have a conversation with you about, you know, right. um, just like, you know, what, what it is and that, that you've done for me and my friends. And like, this is a selfish mm-hmm. thing for me, man. Like I'm not making any money and I don't <laughs> care if I make money, right, it's just right, something right. I do. And, um, but yeah, I mean, to, to your point, you know, they're the ones that are out there that understand business and that they're, you know, like you, I, I'm sure you had to eat shit through your entire career. I mean, mm-hmm. that last yeah. little bit here at, um, I don't know if it was a wired 96, five or whatever, like it, you know, there, it just ended poorly and you were very honest mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's just a yeah. crazy thing. And, you know, uh, you know, for people not to understand that it is a business and that's the, that's why yeah. I asked you that question earlier, you know, what, what was it like to leave? And, you know, 
you you have to do what's right for you, right? So no one else is going to do it. No one else is going to pay your bills for you. So you have to either find a better option or, um, you know, if you find a better option or, you know, if you are let go or whatever. So mm-hmm. super interesting, man. Super interesting. It's just, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, but look, man, I, I appreciate your time. I don't want to take up too much more. I know you got a lot going. You got some painting to do you and other stuff around the house. And, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, dude, look, I, I hope that at some point I can talk to you because so, I'm sure I'm going to get some people asking questions. Sure, I'll reach back man. out to you. Yeah, sure. And, you uh, got the, you got my cell number, man. Hit me I up do. anytime. Yeah, I appreciate that. Anytime. Now, or you got my you got my email. Yep. So uh, sorry about the Friday. I totally I, 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 I knew it. during the day that it was coming up because I saw it on my thing. And then I got caught up with some phone calls and totally uh, slipped my mind. So I, I don't have a, 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 I don't have the best memory, but, uh, I was, I was ready for you today. No, nah, it's all good, it. man. I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, let me, uh, let me ask you a favor so I can kind of isolate this sure. sound. If, sure. uh, you know, that, that quick little, you know, thing that Kevin Spacey wouldn't do, would you do that for me? So I can just kind of isolate sure. it, put what, it out. What do you want me to say? You could, whatever you'd like, just say, you know, this is like Chio what, from what? Chio in the morning. I listened to you on that. What's it called? The the bumbling, <laughs> the bumbling the yeti? yeti. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean, by the way? The so, yeti, yeti is like the yeti, the yeti tumbler, or you, yeah. <laughs> well, so I um years ago, I'll tell you this story. Years ago, I I right. used to uh, go to Ocean City, Maryland, play golf with a bunch of buddies. Well, one night I got a little, uh, I had a little bit to drink, and I took my shirt off and walked into my buddy's room, and I'm a I'm a bit of a hairy guy. So he's like, okay. oh, my God, you look like a Yeti. And um, from that point on, um, I've, oh, I've had a funny. company called Yeti Golf. Um, and the tagline oh, okay. for that was we were we were hairy long, right, which is kind of weird. And That's then I just kind of yeah, yeah. I carried it on. And then here's my logo right here. This My daughter did this painting for me. Oh, that's um, great, man. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I, I, I try to tie it in everything I do. And, you know, the okay. podcast is just about me talking about anything and whatever I want to or any guest I want to have to right. come on or any really, let's put it this way. Any guest that's willing to come on, because, uh, you know, there's right. a lot I'm of people just, that oh, good. Yeah, a lot of people that would um, that say yes. And then, you know, one way or another, it doesn't work out. But again, that's fine. Right. Right. Yeah, no big deal. But, yeah, that's right. the story. Behind what is it? What, what, what is it you do? I actually work a in little, heat, heat, heating and asking. air conditioning wholesale. So, you know, like carrier air oh, conditioners. Okay. Yeah, I work. Uh, oh, actually, okay. I just took a new job and um, I'll be I'll be moving in the next two and a half years down to uh, Charlotte. Oh, you're going to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I just nice. this area has gotten a little bit too much for me. And the company I work for is is they're fantastic. Like, it's crazy. Wow, that's that's yeah. great, man. Yeah. That's so, awesome, dude. I'm looking to, uh, yeah, I'm looking to just kind of go to a place where I could play golf more, more around the year and live closer to a lake and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is Chio from Chio in the morning and you're listening to the, uh, bumbling Yeti podcast, baby. (laughs) Keep it locked right here. Keep listening. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. That's uh, I'm going to put that out tonight as a matter of fact, and, you know, just kind of throw a teaser out there, but look, I really do appreciate your time. I know you got a lot going on and, and, uh, so you're, you're back in the Philly area. You live in down the beach. I mean, I don't need to know. I'm in, I'm in Cherry Hill, man. 
Okay, nice. It's uh, 99. Nice. Okay. Same house. Same house. All right. We're all here. Wait, you guys had, you guys had, uh, didn't you have a Q102 beach house back in the day? There was a beach house, yes. How crazy was I that? Forgot, I forgot, I forgot what beach house, uh, what town it was. Avalon. It might be, it might have been in Avalon. I yeah. Wait, didn't they you had, just they like had a give house. weeks away or something like that? Yeah, we gave weeks away there, like vacations there. Yep, we would broadcast from there, you know, on, on a Saturday, Saturday over the weekend. Yep, we did all kinds of stuff like that. I, I remember the most obscure things, man. It's crazy. A lot of. Oh yeah, I'm a lot sure. Lot of boozing, man. A lot of lot of partying. I'm sure. You know? I have no doubt. No doubt in my mind. So, but, yeah, uh, man. yeah, man. Look, I, I appreciate it again, and um, you know, for those of you my listening pleasure. again, this is uh, John at the Bumbling Yeti Podcast, episode forty-two with Chio in the morning. And uh, again, I really appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch. Anytime, for sure. I'll let you know when this comes out. Okay. Too. Thanks, brother. All right, bro. Peace out. All right, man. See you. Peace. Bye bye. Thanks. Thanks for being a listener, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, you too. Look, you can at least listen to this one, right? Okay, I will. All right. All right Later bro. on, See dude. Later. You. You've been listening to the Bumbling Yeti Podcast. Have an idea for a future show or guest? Hit us up on our socials at the Bumbling Yeti or email at thebumblingyeti at gmail.com.